ladies and gentlemen, it's Nasipi Zwane back with a brand new episode of Sledge and Alarm podcast. And today I am with Alex and she is a member of one of the most wholesome bands in South Africa all the way from Cape Town. It's um, We Kill Cowboys. What a name. And this is something that I've been sort of just thinking about throughout the entire week. You know, why are we killing cowboys, Alex? What did they do? I mean, what didn't they do, my dude? Question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love country music. That's a thing there, but I mean, it's 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 kind of like a metaphor to like stick it to the man. You know what I mean? It's, it's cowboys. Is, it's like the system. So we're not killing anyone. We're cool people. We're about love, but you know, it's like fuck the man sort of vibe. I can swear, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Please, yes, just okay. swear your heart out. Cool. And and <laughs> one of the, th- the the key points basically when it comes to you guys is obviously when you look on your guys's Spotify sort of profile, um, what you guys have written there is that it's a psychedelic grunge. Um, grunge rock sort of band and then when I was communicating with Warren um, he sent through obviously an EPK and such and I saw it's also like a psychedelic punk type vibe so which one is it and you know what sort of influences do you guys sort of credit to the sort of music that you guys do? Yeah I mean dude honestly the the trying to put the band into a genre has always been a tricky thing because we come from so many different backgrounds as as a collective in this band I mean, I come from a punk rock background. I grew up in the punk rock scene since I was like 15. You know, Andrew's a metal drummer. Jono's the blues kind of country dude. Donnie's joined us, has got his, you know, punk rock metal roots. So I don't know. I think for us, we like to just express what we express and feel what we feel. We don't like to box ourselves into a certain kind of specific sound. But I guess an overall sound would maybe, yeah, be like, you know, grunge, punk rock, bit of psychedelia vibes. Yeah, mm, I love what you said there when you said, you know, you got into it at like the age of 15. Um, and I I got into music very, very late. So I want you to sort of paint a picture for me as to what the scene was like um, when you were 15 years old. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to, to kind of grow up in that era because it's not, I mean, I, I feel like in South Africa, we had this very special, you know, before, before my time and then up until, you know, I'm almost 40 now. So up until like, from like 14, 15, all the way up until my my late teens, almost 20 years old, it was this this great time. It was like skate parks and the sports clubs and, you know, any, any it was just punk rock, spa, metal, HXC, hardcore. And it was all about, you know, people coming together and us as kids coming together and, you know, watching bands and playing in punk bands. And it's almost like fusing all the genres and not, not it was never about, you know, this genre and that genre it was about skating about you know the underground kids that came from like you know troubled homes difficult backgrounds very religious backgrounds it was a space that like it changed my life it, it's i wouldn't be where i am today if it wasn't for that you know so i think that um being able to grow up in that era where it was just uh, and it was word of mouth there was no social media so it was fucking flyers you know it was posters it was going to the merch stand and going oh my god like what bands are out there now you know like what's what's happening and that's why our music you know and and okay when's the next gig here's a whole lot of flyers you know so it's a really organic scene it was filled with a lot of um I, I just I just think for kids like us that struggled a lot growing up it was a place where we felt heard and seen and safe and could just experience things without getting totally fucked up you know it was really about the music um and yeah man it was it was a special time you know if you had a choice to have we Call cowboys exist back then and exist now if you had to compare the two which would be which would you prefer oh, jesus <laughs> that's such a hard question because at the oh yeah dude i mean you know honestly like there's pros and cons because of course then it was a whole different energy you know and there was a different appreciation i feel the support 
for shows. I mean, there were shows every Friday, every Saturday, and they were packed. Yeah. You know, always 400 people. It was always well supported. And that's like northern suburbs, southern suburbs, you know, deep south. It was you're going to shows. Um, in the same light, you know, now also having more experience and kind of like social media is always a weird thing. But what it does do is allow you to like, you know, get the music out there and also touch base with bands internationally and other like-minded people. So I think that it's such a hard question because, of course, like playing, you know, Vico Cowboys back then, we would have fucking killed. It would have been sick. But in the same light now, we're also progressing and doing things. It's a whole different world. It's like nothing like it was then. Yeah. So um, I can't even answer that, dude. Both. <laughs> Can we just like yeah. be transports and do both? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a fair answer. And I love, Alex, that you mentioned social You mentioned social media there, which is something that is very – I feel like whatever – anyone is doing these days whether you're making music whether you know if you're going to be doing something and you want to bring it like to the people to sort of receive in a certain way you need to try and master social media um so it's become something that you need to learn on top of whatever it is that you're doing so what sort like of a content creator besides your profession exactly. yeah so what sort of practices <laughs> is we call cowboys sort of doing um that enables you guys to thrive online you know dude it honestly is just it's, it's, it's like making an effort, like passion first. But I mean, I handle all that stuff personally. Like I, I have no interest to pass it on to anyone because this is my, my baby. I, I really care about this project deeply. It means a lot to me. We work really hard. And I think honestly, it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like shifting the perception around social media because as much as I'm also a person who is like, fuck that, it's, I understand the importance of it and the ability that it enables you to connect with people and, and, not only get yourself out there, but see what's happening and be inspired by that. And that fine balance of not comparing yourself and being overwhelmed by it, but rather going, okay, cool. This is a, a tool that can actually be used to push the music. Because essentially it is a brand, even though I, I, I'm punk rock at heart, you know, but it's like, I want to be successful, man. And not, not to be like fucking famous. Oh my God. And like make all the money. It's like, we have a gift, dude. All of us have gifts. And it's like to share it with people, people, you know, it's like the world's changed. So, you know, you fucking post every day, you create that content because at the end of the day, you're only going to get as far as you're going to get by putting the work in. And that's what it is, you know. So it's a ball egg, but like, that's just how the world is, man. If you want to push things, you got to do what it takes. And social media is a part of that. Mm, 100%. That is one of the best answers I've actually heard. So thank you for that oh, one. Thank you. I ramble. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. It's perfect. We need that. Well, you guys are, are basically, um, you know, Warren mentioned mongrel. Uh, records as well um, mm. which is something that i feel we need to touch on because there's a lot of when it comes to record labels there's a lot of misconceptions and such um, and there's a lot yeah. of things that consist of the truth as well so with you guys and your sure. experience you know being signed in a way um what is that sort of like working with mongrel records you know what are the dynamics warren is incredible dude and it's it's really about i feel also the connection that you have with people just music it's the, it's the main guys and these are dudes I've known through the punk rock scene for many years. So I know the kind of people they are. I understand what they're doing. And so for me, it was also wanting to support my homies and support people that really love music and are not there to go and try, fuck you as a musician, you know. They're musicians themselves. And moving to moral, obviously, as I'll sign progressed to a harder sort of like sound, you know, Warren is someone, you know, running Mongol Records and Plague who really, really cares. He's got a lot of experience. And with us, man, we aren't we aren't like full-blown artist deal vibes. So it's like for me, we have a great understanding of like, you know, it's like us and Mongrel and, and Warren, we're here to help you together. We're here for the common understanding of pushing the music 
and there's freedom, there's total freedom. No one is here trying to capitalize on anything. Other record labels, different deal. We, we're talking about like bigger shit there. You know, these are people that are, I mean, Warren gives a fuck, dude. So I think for us, it's been a great help. It's been a very big support. And, you know, it's, it's a teamwork effort, dude. And we would not honestly like, as much as we've worked hard ourselves, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for working with people that also had experience and knowledge and connections and we work together and push it forward. So I think it's all about trusting your instincts, trusting your guts, doing your research, understanding who you're going, going into these like, you know, contractual obligations with, you know, whether you're independent or you go with a label, you got to do your research, dude. That's what it boils down to, you know? No, 100%. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And all the things that you said about Warren, they're 100% true. Shout out to Warren. You know, you guys obviously um, have The Rage, which is, you know, an EP that's coming up next year, um, early next year. So tell me a bit about that there. Obviously, you guys did drop like a single as well, you know, in anticipation of that there. So what can we sort of expect when it comes to, you know, the EP itself? Is it the usual sound that we've heard maybe in the past? Or would you say it's more like, you know, it's a lot harder? There's some new elements that we can expect from you guys? It's definitely, I mean, definitely our natural progression is just going harder. I think we're just allowing the writing process to unfold naturally. There's not like a sort of um, clear idea of, okay, we want to sound. It's, it's, we just naturally are writing harder music. I think all of us as a whole band are really, really fucking pumped because we've been together for, you know, it's, it's two years, but a year and a half paying. No. Yeah. I mean, it's just over a year of paying live shows. So for almost a full year, we were, we were just rehearsing. So we're still like a new project in the terms of, you know, project scope. We're starting to really gel and understand how we work together so I feel like with this EP coming out, it's really starting to hear how we gel together, how we work together, how we write. And it's 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 fucking raw. It's real. It's going harder. There's a bit more of like a grungy vibe coming through as well. It's just really exciting also being able to work with a engineer, you know, and a, an amazing mastering um, engineer as well who fucking guess what we're doing. And that's with Pink Odina with Earth Demon, and he's tracking the rest of the EP. So it's very exciting to, to put that out there and be like, you know, you're working with a dude who actually gets what you're doing and can really mix and understand what's happening and to to, to get that out there. So we're, we're fucking pumped, dude. I mean, it's called The Rage because that's where the energy is going. It's the rage for society. It's the rage for, like, toxic shit and all that kind of stuff. So just empty. I think, hear what people think, you know? Yeah. You know, one of the things uh, when you're looking at, at um, Earth, Earth Demon um, is that you guys have cited sort of like a narcissist like a narcissistic type you know relationship um you know sort of like to me that isn't really the greatest thing i like it not really like a positive so what i'm wanting to well, where i'm going here is do you feel like negativity or sort of like not necessarily positive vibes um inspire great artistry in a way because most of the time you'll find that a lot of artists will write from yeah. a place of pain and a, you know and it comes out and it's yeah. brilliant and it's a hit or do you feel like you actually can make something good and the content is about like you know being happy and you know smiles and everything yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good that's a cool question oh man and it sounds so like um dude i personally because i write for the band right i personally my whole life i've been writing since i was a kid you know i find it really hard to write when i'm super stoked and and not and not necessarily when i'm in a super stoked state it's, it's not about writing when i'm in a depressed or you know you know shit's going down but it's it's kind of like, I almost feel, for me, when I write, well, it's like a channeling thing. It's kind of like stuff sort of comes up. And I also think that 
you know, even with the songs, the way that I write songs too, it's not necessarily about going with Earth Demon. It's about narcissistic relationship. It's also about society. So I like to write in a way where people can listen and according to what they're going through, their own experience, they can go, okay, this is about, you know, it's my, my, with my mom, my thing with my boyfriend, or the thing with, my, with this person or society or drugs, whatever it is. It's not even a conscious thing to write and go, you know, fuck, I want to write some dark shit. You know, it literally is about whatever's coming out of the time. And I do think that when we go through times of struggle and when we, when we all of us have experiences that are difficult and challenging that also help us to grow, I feel like that is what connects human beings in order to be able to like feel that goodness. It's all about the duality. But I think for me, like with writing, I, I find it difficult to go like, I'm going to write a song about like, you know, how fucking today was, you know, or like I went on this rad trip and, and I, I'm not quite sure why that is, to be honest. I think the, the things that we struggle, when we express our struggles, we connect with people that don't feel so alone. And that lends to not being so alone, feeling connected, and then goodness comes from that. If that makes any sense. It does. Yeah. It makes absolute sense. <laughs> like people, everyone goes yeah. through some sort of grief and we can all sort of relate to that, right? So it makes yeah, a lot of sure. sense. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, one of the most important things, obviously, when I was, you know, doing my research on, on the band is, you know, over 600 monthly listeners. Now, it takes something pretty special to get a lot of streams on Spotify. and it's on, these, hard, yeah. on these, Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. But the, the thing is, yeah, what makes it significant is the fact that every single month you've built sort of like a community here where a lot of people are coming through they're listening to the songs they're coming back each month as opposed to maybe one song that's got like five thousand yeah. and those people never come back so how do you guys yeah. grow that community and make sure that people keep coming back for your music i, I honestly i think it's also down to the social media thing i'm i'm really I, I make a big effort with those small things like creating really kiff content posting every day um, but keeping it very like organic and real, you know, and people feel connected to that. Obviously, playing live as much as we can, we we play a lot with that intention of the more you play. It really is about the live shows as well. It's like the more you play, you create those followings and playing with different apps, different venues, different bands. Like getting on tour, doing all those kind of things, and then it's it's yeah. And I, I, I kind of think you know it's it's always hard because you're like, what is that key formula? You're like, what is the moment where it drops? And the song will get, you know, fucking 3,000 streams. Like, what is that formula? And so it's, it's. I think it's just like, it's like a day-by-day -day thing of looking at it, studying it. And honestly, dude, it's it's being being ourselves. Like, being ourselves and putting ourselves out there and going, you know what, like, we're going to do our thing to our heart's content, um, push it as hard as we can. And we, we know that all tools, the social media tools, this and that. But I mean, honestly, dude, that's literally what I do. I mean, I've got no like long answer of like, I fucking do this. It's like, I'm just like, okay, do these posts, bro. Write fucking kiff music, play fucking rad shows and have fun. Like that is the main thing. Mm, no, it's very beautiful. I'm loving these answers. Uh, you know, we get a lot <laughs> yeah. of, we get a lot of artists that come through to the show and a lot of them are obviously just praising Cape Town. They have only the nicest things to say. Yeah. Now, what I want to know from you, you know, as someone who is in Cape Town, it's going to be a bit difficult to say, um, obviously you want to represent Cape Town in the best way possible. You know, <laughs> you're going to paint it without yeah. any flaws or anything like that. But sometimes it almost sounds too good to be true to a point where it's like, is the grass really greener on the other side? So your honest opinion on the Cape Town scene right now, you know, what is it sort of, what state is it in at the moment? Ooh, I'm going to offend some people. <laughs> no, <laughs> you it. know what, dude? <laughs> 
And, you know, like, I'm, I'm a born and bred Cape Tonian. And like I said, I've been playing music here since I was 15. So we're going on almost 15 years. Um, no, sorry, 20 years. I'm almost 40. Fucking hell. Oh, my, how's my maths, bro? I make tattoos. I don't do numbers for a living. <laughs> but, um, the, you know, look, there's, there's a lot of great shit. There's a lot of fucking great bands, dude. Um, there's people doing really cool stuff with the right idea working together. It can be very clicky. The scene can be very clicky. You know, there can be situations where it's the same sort of bands playing the same lineups without sort of integrating other bands into it. And it can be very niche like that. Um, that I have an issue with. At the end of the day, it's kind of going, you know, I would love it to be a case of people being more broad with their lineup sections to introduce more varieties and more genres into these lineups like it was back in those old days we lost a lot of venues you know obviously after COVID as well so it has been difficult here but also a lot of great stuff happening I just feel look I fucking love playing Joburg I mean Joburg it's it's a different vibe out there I'm grateful to everyone that comes to our shows and to <laughs> I'm trying to like because I, I really do support what we're doing here I fucking love Cape Town I love the bands I support it venue owners guys let's let's be more you know inclusive let's not keep it let's not keep it here with the same genres the same bands at the same venues let's bring it all together and let's be open because we got to support each other man that's how it works if we bring in these dudes your crowd watches them our crowd watches you and that's how we make like the metal bands with the fucking psych bands yeah. like let's do it all together because that is how we create a thriving scene so um big love cape town um and also we can do better but it's all learning process. Yeah. Let me not get too deep into that. <laughs> Why do you guys hate Durban so much? No one ever comes here. Dude, I, you know, I used to play Durban a lot. Yeah. I used to play the Winston. And like, um, when I was in a band, like about like 10, 12 years ago, we played like splashy quite a few years in a row. And Durban is sick. But there's, I mean, like, where are the venues there, right? It is a bit like you guys have lost also like quite a lot of venues that side. Even the Winston itself is gone, eh? Did you know? Yeah, I'm, I, when I heard that, I was like, dude, that was like a fucking establishment. Yeah, true. But I mean, uh, as of late, you know, there's sort of been like this resurgence in a way because um, a lot of the artists have sort of been approaching venues and they've sort of just been making sort of like these makeshift sort of, it's, it's essentially restaurants and such. But they have yeah. been very like uh, been willing to accommodate some of the bands and such. So it would actually be really nice to see you guys come through for a show or two. I mean, look, dude, we we would love to. We were actually thinking about it when um, we toured Josie a few months ago of actually with Rough Magic because we like good homies with those dudes. So it's like actually doing a proper thing. And because I, it, it would be so rad. I mean, maybe also the more bands that make that effort to even just go to those makeshift like the restaurant slash venue things could actually, you know, hey, there's a there's something happening here. So I promise you. Do 2024. We'll be going to do it. You'll see us there. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, uh, hopefully you guys are going to tour. You're going to tour the EP yeah. as well. You know, you're going to come play a couple of shows here. I'd love to see some of that stuff live. I mean, I don't want to keep you uh, too long because obviously it's in the evening. But I want, what I want to get from you is in terms of, um, you know, We Kill Cowboys, what, what is sort of next? What is coming up? What can we expect mm -hmm. in the future? Besides, obviously, the EP is coming out early 2024. What other plans do you guys have that we can look forward to? Oh, dude, I think just writing, just writing Kiff music. Um, definitely touring a lot more in the country. Uh, we're busy organizing the UK for next year. So definitely just, yeah, like hitting overseas, but definitely just writing, just putting Kiff stuff out there. You know, it's like letting the music evolve, playing more fucking Kiff shows. And also just definitely like playing with more bands, dude. Like bringing in the younger guys, playing more shows, doing more bands, releasing more music, music videos as much as we can. So I think that's just kind of where we at is just do the graft.
have fun. While we're actually talking about empowering and, and uplifting some of the younger bands, give me top three bands that Alex loves and that people should check out right now in South Africa. Oh, damn, <laughs> these questions, you like. Putting you on the spot. Okay, cool. So I would say, um, you see, I feel like I'm being a bit biased, but definitely Rough Magic. I mean, those dudes are just power. And they're fucking amazing human beings. Um, I would say, um, besides, there was also a band called Nani, N-A-N-I, exclamation, question mark, a Cape Town band. That dude sounds like Kirk Cobain reincarnated. They're amazing. They're youngsters. They're a three-piece. They're awesome. It's N-A-N-I, exclamation, question mark. Um, and I would say the third band... Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna break some hearts on my dude. <laughs> Go for it. Like you, you didn't mention us. We thought we were homies. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm trying to think when I was in Jersey, we were in Jersey as well. But honestly, like Everett Snayman and the Avery, like holy shit balls. Like my brain exploded when we watched them play. They are amazing, also just wonderful people. But there's so much more. Yeah. There's so yeah, many more. But like I just I think of Cape Town and I immediately think of obviously we call cowboys. I think of peasants. I think of Doom Trigger. Oh peasant you tough guy, fucking black lung. There we go. Systematic. I, I could um oh, Jesus, Cape Town, you guys are killing it right now. Like I I wish I lived in Cape Town. That's all like dope. Oh, Alana of Slay oh, Come visit. It's absolutely well. <laughs> Definitely I'm gonna do that. Uh it's it's in the plans. But awesome. I just I just wanna thank you so much for this. I really appreciate you taking an opportunity and take the moment to spend some time with me to tell me about the band i think we've learned quite a bit you know we, we know of the ep that's coming out we know that you guys yeah. are doing the sound is going to be a lot harder and um maybe a date uh i don't know if you're in a position to tell us it is going to be early jan right uh in 2024 yeah is there an exact date maybe that we can expect it it looks like the the last week the last friday of jan we're still ironing out the kinks but we'll do like a super sick show and then we'll be hitting Joburg and your side my dog to like celebrate the yes, yes please the, <laughs> the EP. you see now i made a promise so you need dude, to come i'm a woman yeah. of my word definitely have to come to <laughs> exactly but also dude thank you so much for also having me your questions oh, yeah. were awesome it was really hey, nice to chat to you as well you so, so i'm glad we could actually make it work you know what after I mean? the missions we actually went through to get here like, <laughs> people have no idea yeah. <laughs> i want to thank the audience as well for tuning into this episode it's been really epic it's been alex and i alex i think we need to play with uh we need to play off with earth demon because that is the single that is out so yeah i hope you guys enjoy the single um and i hope you enjoy the episode as much as i've enjoyed it uh for all things sludge underground we've got our website www.sludgeunderground.com um and yeah it's been an epic episode until next time it is bye for now Sitting in your pocket
Just a sad 